Lamentations chapter 4, verse 1. How is the gold become dim, changed the best, the pure gold, poured out our stones of the sanctuary at the head of all outplaces? An outplace is like a dump yard, and it says that the gold of the sanctuary, the temple, is being poured out like trash in a dump yard because the Babylonians had plundered the temple and they took it for themselves. But having the gold of God that was placed in the temple going to the Babylonians is equivalent with throwing it in the trash because it belonged to the Lord. And by the Babylonians taking it, they were pretty much defiling it. 2. The precious sons of Zion, who are comparable with fine gold, how have they been reckoned earthen bottles? work of the hands of a potter. Earlier in the book of Jeremiah, the Lord had shown Jeremiah that he is the potter and we are the clay, and he can make us whatever he wants us to be, and he can destroy us when he's done with us. And that's his right as our creator. Just as if you are a potter and you create a pot, you have every right to break it because you don't like the way it looks. In this verse, Jeremiah is remembering that lesson, and he is saying that the Lord has broken the sons of Zion as if they were pottery that he didn't like anymore. And he did allow the sons of Zion to be killed. Those are the men who live in Jerusalem because of their generations of continued sin and paganism. 3. Even dragons have drawn out the breast. They have suckled their young ones. The daughter of my people is become cruel, like the ostriches in a wilderness. It says that even dragons feed their babies. But the people of Jerusalem are not feeding their children. And this is because they don't have food because of the siege. But to their kids, it's like cruelty. Because when you ask your parent for food and they don't give you any, that is cruel. Even if your parent doesn't have any food to give you, you as a child don't understand that. And it says like ostriches in the wilderness because ostriches are famous for not taking good care of their eggs. 4. Cleaved hath the tongue of a suckling unto his palate with thirst. Infants asked bread, a dealer out they have none. The babies are thirsty and hungry, they don't have anything to eat. No one is giving them food. 5. Those eating of dainties have been desolate in outplaces. Those supported on scarlet have embraced dung hills. A dung hill is a poop pile. It could be a pile of cow's dung or horse dung. And it says that the people who used to eat fancy food are now looking to eat cow patties. And probably their own poop because they couldn't leave the city so there are no cow patties in the city. It's, it's human poop that they have to eat. 6. And greater is the iniquity of the daughter of my people than the sin of Sodom that was overturned as in a moment, and no hands were stayed on her. The Lord says that his people in Jerusalem had sinned more than the people of Sodom and Gomorrah. From a human perspective, you would say, oh no, they didn't sin more because Sodom and Gomorrah did all the same stuff that the Israelites were doing. Sodomy, fornication, prostitution, idol worship, animal abuse, and child sacrifice. It was all the same sins. But in God's mind, 
the sin was greater in Jerusalem because they were his children and they knew his laws and they had seen his miracles and been blessed by him for hundreds of years. For them to commit the same sin as pagans was a lot worse. 7. Purer were her Nazarites than snow, whiter than milk, ruddier of body than rubies, of sapphire their form. 8. Darker than blackness hath been their visage, they have not been known in outplaces, cleaved hath their skin unto their bone, it hath withered, it hath been as wood. This is a metaphor saying that the people of Jerusalem looked like angels. Their bodies were made of rubies and sapphire, and they were whiter than milk, and their bodies were whiter than snow. This is metaphor, because then it says they now have a dark, evil, hideous visage. They look black and skinny, emaciated. They're ugly to look at. This metaphor is reminding us of what happened to the angels, the one-third of the angels who fell from heaven because they worshipped Satan as their leader instead of Christ. The same thing happened to them. They were beautiful creatures full of light and glory, and they were beautifully designed and dressed. They also probably wore jewels and all sorts of things in heaven. But then, when they sinned and decided that they were better than God and that they hated him, then he took their beauty away because, after all, he's the one who made them beautiful. They didn't make themselves beautiful. So he therefore showed them that he is their creator by taking their beauty away and replacing it with the most ugly ugliness you've ever seen. And that's why demons are scary to look at. It's because they're bone ugly. And the Lord made them that way as part of their punishment because originally he had made them the most lovely creatures, but they worshipped their own beauty even though they didn't create it. So now, fittingly, whenever they look in the mirror, even they scream. So this is a metaphor for what happened to the people of Jerusalem. They were the most blessed people in the world, and now they're the most cursed because of their sin and arrogance against their creator. 9. Better have been the pierced of a sword than the pierced of famine, for these flow away, pierced through, without the increase of the field. It's better to die in battle, or to die as a casualty, even as a citizen, than to die a slow, painful death of starvation. 10. The hands of merciful women have boiled their own children, they have been for food to them in the destruction of the daughter of my people. This is so sad. The women were so desperate to eat that they killed their own babies. It could have been babies that were stillborn, or it could have been babies that starved to death and then were eaten. But there's also a really good chance that they just killed their babies when their babies were alive, when they still had fat on their bones and ate them that way. This says that women are putting their own children into pots to eat. And it would make sense that they would do this because they had already been sacrificing their children to idols for decades. So they were already desensitized to seeing their children die for their own benefit. It wasn't anything new to them to sacrifice a child for their own good. 11. Completed hath Jehovah his fury. 
He hath poured out the fierceness of his anger, and he kindleth a fire in Zion, and it devoureth her foundations. These people suffered the most miserable way, but for hundreds of years they belligerently spat in God's face, and he is their creator, and there's nothing worse you can do than to insult your creator. That's why a lot of really nice people are not going to heaven, because they're nice to other humans, but they're not nice to God. They spit in his face because they refuse to admit that he is their creator, and that he exists, and that his laws are to be obeyed, and that his son is their Lord. And because they won't be nice to God, all their niceness to us doesn't erase that sin. 12. Believe not did the kings of earth, and any of the inhabitants of the world, that come would an adversary and enemy into the gates of Jerusalem. No one ever thought that Jerusalem could be conquered, and that the enemy would be able to enter the city gates, because the Lord protected Jerusalem. But now they've seen what happens when the Lord withdraws his protection. 13. Because of the sins of her prophets, the iniquities of her priests, who are shedding in their midst the blood of the righteous. It was the very religious leaders who wanted to kill anyone who told the people to repent, when it was their job to tell the people to repent, and they weren't doing their job. They wanted to kill Jeremiah, and they wanted to kill Baruch, and they did kill one of the other prophets who had spoken up for Jeremiah and confirmed that what he said was true. That prophet was murdered. So it was the very religious leaders who were martyring those who loved the Lord, and this has continued to happen all throughout history. It's usually the religious leaders who persecute genuine Christians the most. 14. They have wandered naked in out places. They have been polluted with blood without any being able to touch their clothing. In the Lord's law, whenever you touch a dead body, you are unclean and you have to do a cleansing ritual and it takes a few days to become clean again. And Jeremiah says these people are walking around stepping on dead bodies, so they're all becoming unclean. 15. Turn aside, unclean, they called to them. Turn aside, turn aside, touch not. For they fled, yea, they have wandered. They have said among nations, they do not add to sojourn. When these people were trying to run out of Jerusalem, they were yelling out to each other, don't step on that body, don't step on that body, or you'll be unclean. But there were so many dead bodies that they ended up stepping on them anyway. And it says that when they got to the surrounding nations, those nations did not want to accept them as refugees. 16. The face of Jehovah hath divided them, he doth not add to behold them. The face of priests they have not lifted up, elders they have not favored. Because of the Lord's judgment against the people and the leaders, now the people don't trust their leaders anymore. They've finally learned the hard way that their leaders were lying to them all along. Those leaders had to endure the scorn of their people. When they got captured and taken to Babylon, their people probably had some harsh words for them. 17. While we exist, consumed are our eyes for our vain help. In our watchtower we have watched for a nation that saveth not. They hoped against hope that someone would come and help them, 
and they watched from the tower for a friendly nation like Egypt to come and rescue them, but no one came. 18. They have hunted our steps from going in our broad places. Near hath been our end, fulfilled our days, for come hath our end. The end of Jerusalem, as they knew it, had come. The Babylonians and the Chaldeans had closed in on Jerusalem. 19. Swifter have been our pursuers than the eagles of the heavens on the mountains. They have burned after us. In the wilderness they have laid wait for us. Eagles are highly effective hunters. And that's how the Babylonians were fighting against the people of Jerusalem. They just swept down on them like an eagle sweeps down on a mouse. And they burned cities in their wake. 20. The breath of our nostrils, the anointed of Jehovah, hath been captured in their pits, of whom we said, In his shadow we do live among nations. The anointed of Jehovah were the priests and the prophets. They are now either dead or taken captive to Babylon. 21. Joy and rejoice, O daughter of Edom, dwelling in the land of Uz. Even unto thee Passover doth a cup. Thou art drunk, and makest thyself naked. Edom, which is the cousins of the Israelites, they were pagans, and they were rejoicing because Jerusalem had fallen. So they threw a party and got drunk and naked. Getting drunk leads to carousing. But naked also represents spiritual sin, and the Edomites were always living in sin. 22. Completed is thy iniquity, daughter of Zion. He doth not add to remove thee. He hath inspected thy iniquity, O daughter of Edom. He hath removed thee because of thy sins. Although Jerusalem was punished severely, the Lord didn't completely destroy Jerusalem. He left a remnant there, and he would later allow the people to come back and rebuild during King Cyrus's time. But to the Edomites, because of their sin, the Lord was going to completely destroy Edom. Getting drunk over the fall of Jerusalem would be the last evil thing that they did. They're going to fall next. And he won't leave a remnant of people from the Edomites to maintain their territory. And that concludes Lamentations chapter 4.